Welcome to the Sunday Morning Meeting Podcast from Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Today's speaker is Michelle Grant. God has been pressing on me to be rooted in His Word, in, in his word and to stay focused on Him. Um, so, He took me to the parable of the sower, which is in Mark 4, and I'll be reading from the NIV. So, for few that don't know this parable, I'll just give you a bit of a, an overview. It's a parable that Jesus tells a story of a person who scattered seeds on four different types of soil. And he's referring to the different conditions of our hearts and, and how it relates to Jesus and his teachings. So the seeds are referring to God's word, really. So he was talking to um, a crowd of people at this point. So let me, let's take you to Mark 4, 3, um, and I will read this for you. So it says, listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where they did not have much soil. It sprung up quickly, and because the soil was shallow, the sun came up and the plants were scorched. And they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants so they did not bear grain. Still other seeds fell on good soil. It came up, grew, and produced a crop, some multiplying 30, some 60, and some 100 times. Then he came away from the crowd, um, and he was alone with his disciples and some other people. We go to verse 13. Then Jesus said to them, don't you understand this parable? They were asking, what does that parable mean? How then will you understand any parable? The farmer sows the word. Some people like seed along the path. When the word is sown, as soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes the word away, that it was sown in them. Others, like seed sown on rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, it only lasts a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Still, others, seeds sown on thorns, hear the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of the wealth and the desires of other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Others, the seeds sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop, some 30, some 60, some 100 times was sown. Now, what really was highlighted to me was the um, disciples. They said to Jesus, we don't understand that parable. And then Jesus said to them, don't you understand this parable? Then how will you understand any parable? And I thought it was just really quite interesting and and quite important as well. Um, Because we can look at this and say, like, yeah, when we're out preaching the word of God, it's reassuring that some will land on, on different soils um, and, and some will be good soil and some won't be good soil. But at this point, they were asking for the parable to be explained to them. So but what, was, what was important to me is that they all, Jesus, before this 
before this, um, before he was talking to them, he was showing them the kingdom of God at work. So he was, he was um, declaring and um, showing the disciples and other people that the kingdom at God was at hand, that the word of God was out there. So Jesus was with people that were tax collectors. He was with sinners. He was, he was talking about forgiveness. Um, he was, and, he, and there was healings going on. So he was showing and demonstrating the kingdom of God to, the, to, to people around him and to his disciples. And what I found quite interesting was that Peter was one of the disciples who would later deny Jesus. Judas was one of Jesus' disciples at that point and would later betray Jesus. So the soil becomes our responsibility. Um, so let's just have a look at the... Let's have a look at the um, paths of, uh, where Jesus was talking about of, the, of where these seeds will land. So Jesus was saying in the parable that some people were here and see the kingdom of God, but before it can take root, Satan, referred to a bird, will come and steal it. Satan doesn't want God's word manifesting in your life because God's word has power. So he will come before that word can reach any act do anything in your life, he will come and steal that word. Then the thorny place. So many of us at the moment have been seeking, uh, so many of us at the moment, I think, have experienced a lot of anxiety and a lot of worry that's been going on in the world. Um, and, I, and, and that's in myself included in that. I think we can be overwhelmed with anxiety. Um, but Jesus gave us a peace, and that is one of, the, that is his word. He says, see, peace I will leave with you um, that the world doesn't offer. So he gives us his peace. That is his word. That is one of his promises to us. Um, and because one of, the, one of his promises that we can rely on. So when I say Jesus will leave you peace, how does that word sit in you? Have you heard it that many times that sometimes we become quite complacent to hearing the word of God? Sometimes the word of God may not be, um, you know, we, we can just hear it and then we just think, oh, that's great, that's nice, that's a nice thing that someone's just prayed over me, that's a nice thing I've just read in the Bible. But we have to allow the word of God to take root into our lives. Um, it has to be deep in us. Um, I think one of the words that are quite difficult, aren't they? Like, I, I used to struggle with people that would give me compliments. Um, and I don't really know why. It was, just, it was just hard to receive. So they would probably hit me, and then I would sort of dismiss it and think, oh, that's, that's nice. And then not really give it any, any thought, not really do anything with it. Um, negative stuff was quite easy to receive. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, Satan will come and steal that good seed of encouragement and words of uh, and God's word. Um, so yeah, the, uh, 
So sometimes our hearts can be quite hard when we hear the word of God. Sometimes you might, you might have had, during this lockdown, with all the stress and everything that's been going on in your lives, um, and I'm not dismissing anxiety because we, we can all get that, but sometimes we can, with prophetic words that have been given over, are we keeping hold of them? Words that God has given us, scriptures that we read, are we keeping those words and actively looking at them and reading them and saying, God, like, I want this word to be active. The Bible is alive and active. I want this word to be active in my life. Um, I want to, I don't just want it to be a piece of paper. I don't want my Bible to just be placed on the shelf. I, I need to take responsibility for God's, in my life, what God is doing in my life. We can, we can trust God's words because that is who he is. He speaks truth and we can trust who he is. The hard soil that can be broken up. Um, have, you ever, have you ever seen the film War Horse? Maybe. I won't spoil it if you haven't seen it. But there's a scene there um, of this young man um, ploughing with this horse in the pouring rain. He's filled. Um, he's filled. Um, the horse isn't the right horse for, for ploughing the field. Um, but they, it's, it's a traditional ploughing thing. They have a, he has a big blade on the back of it. And it looks really hard on this, on this clip. Um, you know, they're going for it. Um, and this horse, bless it, is up and down, you know, falling to the ground, getting up again. But this, this young lad, he had every hope in that horse. That, and, that's, and that's God. That's the Holy Spirit. He has every hope in us that we have in him. I've had to get rid of big boulders in my life, um, you know, and sometimes it's hard when you have those big boulders and you've got God's word and God's word is saying one thing and you're experiencing something else and your emotions are all over the place. You know, you might not feel worthy of hearing God's word. You might not feel, you might feel shame. There might be shame in there. Um, you might feel there might be unforgiveness. You know, these are all big boulders that we have to try and break through. But, you know, you have to remember that, God, you're not left on your own. We are in a church family. That's the part of the body, you know, that we can ask each other. We can talk to each other. We, can, we have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will not leave or forsake us. So we can ask the Holy Spirit to help us get through whatever it is that this big boulder or stuff in your life that needs to be taken out of the way for the goodness of God to come in and manifest in your life. Um, I want to see God's goodness in my life. So I want, I want that, that soil. You know, the soil, when you're in a garden, you have to maintain your garden, don't you? Um, and I'm sure they did with the fields. Um, they have to maintain it. The weeds will just grow otherwise. So it's not like we hear the word of God and we're like, oh yeah, okay, I've got the word of God, so therefore, that's great. It's going to, it's going to be sorted out. 
we, we need to do something with that. I want to see the goodness of God in my life because I want to see it in my, my family's life. I want to see it in my friend's life. I want to see it in my community, in my church family, in my community. Um, but it starts with us, doesn't it? Because our, our seeds, you know, what we're throwing out, it starts with us. Um, so during this time, Jesus was preaching. He, the, the, the culture, the, the people back then, they were expecting Jesus to do something, well, they were expecting God to do something, like, amazing. They were expecting this big um, overthrow of, like, like, the king, you know, they, they, were, they were expecting God um, to do something big. And Jesus was this humble servant that came, and he, and, he, and he was showing them and speaking the kingdom of God in their lives, offering hope. And God's word changes life. It changes lives. It transforms lives. When your circumstances of life say something different, God's word can come in that, and it can change the circumstances. God brings peace, he brings freedom, and he brings breakthrough. But we need to be pressing into that. We need that open heart of God. You know, he doesn't just come um, there one minute, offer you something, and then he's gone. God is in the business of a relationship. Um, He wants that relationship, and that relationship takes trust, and it also takes action. How we react to situations depends on what we focus on and what we listen to. So, I actually thought when I was doing this, hey, um, I remember put um, Hosea uh, ten twelve um, in the in the Kingdom Faith chat, uh, WhatsApp. And I thought it was really appropriate, actually. So, Hosea 10, 12. Sow righteousness for yourself. Reap the fruit of unfailing love and break up your unplowed grounds. For it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers his righteousness on you. I thought it was just really appropriate. And I didn't actually realise that until... So, I will leave that with you. But can I pray? Can we pray? So, Heavenly Father, thank you. Your word is a constant renewal of our minds. We pray that your word goes deep into our good soil. We thank you, Father, for all that you have done and all that you do for us. Amen. Praise God. Thanks, Michelle. Some nuggets in there. You know, one of the things that really stood out to me uh, was when Michelle said, why is it that, uh, I don't know if she put it exactly like this, but why is it that good words are so hard to receive and negative words are so easy to receive? Aren't we, uh, 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 why am I so daft? <laughs> You know, why is it that when somebody says something nice, I tend to, I'm sure you do this too, but, you know, I tend to dismiss it 
And then when somebody says something negative, you take that on board and you're thinking about it. It's, we're just weird, aren't we? You know, we need to uh, get our identity of who we are from Scripture by getting into the Word, just like Michelle has said. Um, if you don't read the Bible, it's, it's, and it's not so much just reading the Bible, you need to read the Bible, but you, you have to be asking the Holy Spirit, what does this mean for me? How do I apply this? It's, it's not a magic. You don't just read the Word and, and, and you're wonderful. It's asking the Holy Spirit to give you revelation, if you like. You know, and, and, and it becoming real in, a, in a, a new way to you. And it's amazing when you do that because you can read a passage that you know so well or, you know, even like the passage that you mentioned this morning. You can, you know, for many people, the parable of the sower and, and is so familiar. You'd be surprised how the Holy Spirit can just do something new or remind you of something. I mean, there's, there's almost no more basic lesson as a Christian, isn't it, than to read the Word and apply it by asking the Holy Spirit, what does that mean for me? And when we pray, what does it mean for me? It's not just what does it mean for me. It's what does it mean for me, for my family, for my community, for my church? Because God always places his word in the context of the body. You know, so often we can also go astray in this idea of reading the word and asking what's in it by only applying it to ourselves. And that's, that was never God's plan. It's always about the body. It's always about community which, of course, is why God himself models that by being Trinity. Amen? That's a great word. Thank you, Michelle. Well done. She doesn't find speaking naturally, but I don't know about you, but I just sense there's more and more just to come from you. And <laughs> I don't think that... Uh, I, I, you know, there, I mean, there's not, there's very few people that will come and stand here, and it's like, yippee! I could speak this morning. It's an intense privilege. It's it's an honour to be able to stand and talk to God's people. It, it genuinely is, and for me too. But but even when I'm doing, I say even because I've been doing it for so long. No other reason. I I, I still feel nervous about bringing the word, and I don't actually think that's wrong. I think we should because we know we cannot do it without that grace and anointing of God on us. It's time to finish just as we do because people have been asking me about this thing. Uh, I know that many of you know I, I broke my collarbone uh, just over three weeks ago uh, and I went to the consultant again this week which was the review for the um, whether I was going to have an operation, you know, screws and things placed in uh, and the decision has been put off again. So. Thank you, everybody, that's been praying, because I'd really rather not have an operation. And not very many people say, yeah, I'll have an operation, is there? I mean, they're sometimes necessary. I'm not saying that's the wrong thing. But what I'm really wanting is that continued miraculous healing. I mean, it was a very bad break, unfortunately. Um, and so it was expected to uh, go to surgery. Well, praise God it hasn't. But there's another review on the 16th of July, and that will be when the final decision is made. The surgeon has booked a slot for me, so uh, we definitely need the Lord's intervention because uh, I just want it back in full operation. But thank you, everybody that's been praying so far or has prayed for me here on a Sunday morning as well because it's making a difference. All right, it's healed better than expected, so that's good news. Amen. Thank you so much for that. Um, yeah, it's just good to be praying for one another. I've been uh, occasionally putting updates in the um, the Summit Room prayer app, 
which if you've never heard of it, it's something you can be part of. We can direct you there. If you're new to the church or you're new online, uh, we have a WhatsApp group for the Summit Prayer Room. Uh, we also have um, a WhatsApp group called the WhatsApp Broadcast, which is a one-way uh, WhatsApp um, because it just has notices that are for everybody go out on it. Um, it's not one way because, you know, we don't want to stop a conversation. It's just that that one's not for conversation. Because I don't know about you, you can end up in so many groups, can't you? Your phone's just going beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and you can imagine a WhatsApp group of around 100 people could go frantic. So that's why. Sometimes people say, well, why? Why is it only one way? That's the reason. So that particularly some people don't like their phone going off at all. So it's, it's specifically the task of getting... Uh, important information out there. At the moment, the only person that, the only people that can put information on that are John Begin and myself. So uh, uh, it, that, you don't usually get that much unless there's loads happening all at one time and it might go beep, 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 but that's about it. Anyway, it's been a great morning. If you're watching online and you haven't been able to come here on a Sunday morning yet, we wouldn't we? We would love to welcome everybody, wouldn't we? Love to see you here. You can just give me a general murmur that they might pick up on the microphone. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear that. It's, it's, uh, it's safe. It's well spread out. We've got air ventilation in the room. Um, so if you feel you can get here, <laughs> it would be lovely to have you. Not to have a go at you if you're not ready to do that yet. That's absolutely fine. That's why it's online. Or maybe you're just watching and you've caught us and you're thinking, I'd like to go. Well, it would be great to have you here on a Sunday morning. It's been great to have you lot here Sunday morning. Have an absolutely fabulous week and uh, keep in touch. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.